Welcome to the Dave Chang Show, part of the Winger Podcast Network, presented by Major Demo Media. Thank you, Elton, as always. We got a three things, and then a, a pre-three things before the three things. Then we got an Ask Dave. And we have what I hope to be a regular occurrence, a regular feature. We got nothing but time. Nothing. We're joined with Senator, the freshman, the future freshman senator from Arizona, Chris Bianco. Woo! Honored to be here. Oh, my God. This is the best. You know that. <laughs> Home sweet home. And, and and our good friend uh, Kelly Minard, and you're a creative executive for the world to understand. Can you explain how this whole happened? This happened because Chris loves to talk, and I think he ran out of people to talk to. No, that's no. not true. That's not true. I got many people, many people on Actually, the roller decks. That is true. Road. That's exactly what he told yeah, me. Yeah, I know. No. I he, see right through you're my, you. You're a pal. He could talk to anybody, and he wants to talk to Kelly. Yeah. I do. I, I talk to Kelly all the time. We're pals. Chris you know? is um, one of my besties now, I would say. I think we were besties. I think so. We I love to, so. We, it started just like we loved to talk on the phone because you would be calling my boss, but then you would end up talking to me, and then a uh, friendship formed. Well, you know what's funny is I think sometimes like on the, you know, on the you're on the curb, you wait to go to meet somebody, or you wait. And then the most interesting conversation you might have, not that the other one's not going to be interesting as well, but all of a sudden, you know, you, you just happen to talk to somebody, you just turn your head and somebody sees something as stupid as you do. Like, you know, they look at the paper. Are you or calling see me stupid? On the bus and like, who the fuck would put that <laughs> yes, on the bus? He is calling you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 no. I am calling stupid No, no, no. I'm calling your ability to recognize stupid. Okay. And my hopefully ability to recognize stupid. Let's just say like a, uh, let's just say, like, uh, you know what? This would be very quick, but uh, I it's, remember being on a plane. It's not going one to be quick. On, uh, yeah. <laughs> one time I was on a plane with my dad. For some reason, we we're going to St. Louis. I was like 17. You sure, St. Louis? It's St. Louis, okay. a thousand percent. Because <laughs> we went to, we ended up going, we ended up going to uh, a Cardinals game and Lee Mazzelli, who played for the match, was playing for the Cardinals. Of course. Okay. But nothing about yeah. that. But the only funny thing was this will tie into what Super was. Okay. My father starts fucking cracking up. Can I just stop? How Yo. many more digressions do you think he has in this story? <laughs> well, it's, it's all going to tell you. Over, it over three, three, under three. It depends how many times you're going to stop gonna, and it's ask gonna, it's gonna, It was going to dovetail right now, Dave. I'm just saying, the ability to recognize stupid was my father just saying, look at this fucking guy. They were promoting, like, uh, you know, an, uh, before iPads, but it was like some type of pad that you could use while you're driving. And this guy's got his visor flipped down, and he's doing his, like, fucking, you know, grocery list, and my dad couldn't get over it. The stupidity for that. So in that same vein, I would say your ability to recognize stupid was something I found familiar with my dad's ability to recognize stupid. So that's why we're family, Kelly. And through the transcommutative property, <laughs> Kelly is not stupid. Not stupid at all. But really, That's but, one of my biggest traits, though, is being stupid. So I appreciate I love that. It. I fucking love yeah. it. Whatever you are, I'm in. I'm, 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 I'm having some of that. More Kellys. All right. So we're going to get into a... <laughs> After that, Dave, we're going to go into buy and sell. And I almost feel like we should ask our good friend, the great Huey Lewis, if we should call it for or against. I know. That's fucking. Uh, that's a good game. Well, you know what? You know, he would definitely go. <clears throat> but um, I, I wanted to start off with the pre three things. I've been, <laughs> I've been cooking a lot. It's something that we're uh, not a surprise, but cooking for a specific reason that we should be able to announce relatively soon. Very soon. Very soon. Very exciting reason. And it has me terrified, but it also has me um, brushing off the old baking chops. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, you know what you got to do? 
when you start to make desserts, you need to follow recipes. You need a measure, oh, yeah. a little measurement. That's, that's crazy. Then. I have yes. been so stubborn because I've been making these dorayakis, and I have not. I've made it once by eye, and it was fantastic. And I've probably made it two or three dozen times since, and I have not been able to make it correctly because I never made a recipe. I never followed a recipe. So now I'm in this vision quest to figure out if I can do it. I feel like I nailed it yesterday. Yesterday you were on point for sure. So I'm trying to figure out how I can make desserts, right? I think the all-time easy – and when I say desserts, desserts that you might get at home, right? Desserts that – a savory cook might make. Number one, easiest, best dessert is clearly the panna cotta in my book, right? It's a great dessert. It's hard, hard to, actually hard to fuck up because we got to do something that's vaguely a, a Sunday roast theme. And what a, what a surprise that Senator Bianco is here and he spent a lot of time in England. You know what I've been making quite a bit? British desserts. And you know what? Underrated. Way underrated. Sticky Way coffee. underrated. Like, what coffee. are we talking about? British, British desserts. desserts. I think for people that want to feel like they know how to make delicious desserts. And actually, you don't need to follow a recipe into something. You just need to have some ratio, ratios right. British desserts are wildly underrated and extremely delicious. And once you break it down, not fucking hard to make at all. Are we talking about like bread pudding or what? Like what constitutes uh, yeah. a crumble, a rhubarb crumble? Oh, you all know, the- and I, I had to understand why, why? Because collectively, why, Dave? When you take it, the pastries out, like the 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 the, the, the buttered crust pie stuff, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. a whole nother. Mm-hmm. I think those are people that never. Those are pe- Those are things that are made by people that don't drink, and. <laughs> Mm. Most of these simple British desserts were created by people that drank quite a bit. <laughs> it, they all have the That's feel true. of, oh, man, it's the end of dinner. I got to make something yeah. for dessert. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> man, I, I, I don't know if I have the, the time or the energy to make something really, truly delicious. So I think it has evolved over a few hundred years to mm. really some simple things. Sticky toffee pudding, mm-hmm. which is actually a recent invention, I think, mm. 60s, 70s. Eaton Mess is a historically Eaton old Mess, dessert yeah. from Eaton, which is like one of the oldest yeah. schools in the world. And mm-hmm. belongs in the Hall of Fame of excellent names yes. for dishes yes. with quality yeah. to yes. match. It's, yeah. it, yes, it's like visual automatopoeia. <laughs> yeah. Right? And, and definitely one of the great band yes. So. Right? Yes. of all time. Yeah. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Eaton Mess sounds awesome. And, and the British desserts, all of them. They all sound awesome, taste awesome, with the exception of fucking one, Turkish Delight. <laughs> Just pure garbage. One of the greatest names to one of the worst desserts of all yeah. time. But Eaton Mess makes up for it, because what a name and what a dessert. No British dessert has ever been accused of being not too sweet. <laughs> but here's what's beautiful about Eaton Mess. Usually as strawberries or berries, you don't have to have nice berries, because you're soaking them in sugar. You make a meringue, and quite frankly, meringues are really easy to make. And not easy, but sort of easy, right? Yeah, the texture of it is fucking great, though. So good. And whipped cream. That's it. You, and you can you can layer that so it looks like you know what you're doing, almost like a trifle. And a trifle, another great dessert. Trifle is not a great These are truly the desserts of a cold. You know what it is, too? I think it is the, it is the setting, too. Like, you want, I mean, like, you know... A chilly night or a yeah, gray these sky. are these are the desserts of a cold, gray, yeah, drunk, man, like posh that. country. There's only one dessert that I will not try to make, 
And that's an Eccles cake with cheddar cheese. That's from St. John. St. John. And you can also get that at um, Neil's Yard. It's the best, yeah. I think that Eccles cake, it's the only time a dessert needs cheddar cheese. I'm not a cheddar cheese apple pie man. I think that's fucking disgusting. I'm so anti. Yeah. But Eccles cake, which is like a currant pastry, right? Sugar on the outside. It's like a sugared powdery donut. And really sharp, salty cheddar cheese. I don't know why. Have you ever had it before? I haven't had any of this shit. Wow. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> I haven't had any of this shit. <laughs> well, we're going to... I can make this for you now. Great. And look like I'm, you know... Hung the moon, basically. Yeah. We're starting off really well here. I yeah, haven't I had know. an eaten mess. I haven't had Eccles <laughs> cake. Don't worry. We'll get to Minnesota yeah, shit man. soon. Yeah. <laughs> I think the Eccles cake without the cheese is a weird experience. You have to have it with the cheddar cheese. Yeah. So you're pro cheese with Eccles cake. With too. Eccles cake, I was the only time way I've had it, but I think I have. No, I think I've have had an Eccles cake going for an extra one or something like that, in some type of you know, post, whatever experience, and maybe it's just felt incomplete. Well, you know you what, know? Chris? I this is the whole thing about <laughs> British desserts. I thought they were way more difficult to make mm. until I made it, and I was like, well, man. This is like a drunk person made this. <laughs> and now, I bet you, you have you tried to make an Eccles cake? I bet you an Eccles cake is like super easy to make never too. Never <laughs> you know? Never try so one. I'm going to try to make an Eccles cake. I'll be fucking we can I'm going to try, try my first Eccles cake. So that, that was my pre-three things. I think that the British desserts, underrated, great names, and extremely delicious. If we mock you during it, maybe call it the Heckles cake. We'll just heckle <laughs> oh, it. Chris. Dude, what's the American version of a current? I think it's a current. It's still a current, but it's like a raisin. It's like a a current is just its own little berry. Yeah, right? currents a current. Yeah. I think. Where where do you find such a thing in America? Uh, currents you can get like fucking. Uh, I mean Whole Foods. Basically. Yeah, Whole Foods <laughs> where you can also get Momofuku and yeah. Bianco. Yeah, currents just like a, a a tiny raisin, basically, right? It's a tiny raisin. Well, let's get on. Well, let's take a break, and then we'll get into the proper three things. Man, that was good shit right there. <laughs> I don't know if this is coming out after Christmas, but it doesn't matter because you can buy. This is how capitalism works. Every day is a holiday. You should think of it as the Momofuku holiday because Momofuku Goods has all these pantry items. We have instant noodles that are air dried, not deep fried. We got some great bundles. I don't even understand the holiday uh, discount codes, but we, we, we have them. And you can get another 10% off. We can quote-unquote stack them if you go to shop.momofuku.com you can put in the promo code domo10 that's d-o-m-o-10 you can get all the array of items we're available nationwide at places like whole foods and target kroger's albertson's and thank you for the support you can go to grocery store and get our noodles and our chili crunch we can get the whole array at shop.momofuku.com and get that stackable discount you know what else you can get at your local whole foods the best tomato products in the world the best we have a a, a lot of the jimmy kimmel multiverse here today jimmy told me that when he tasted the pizza sauce out of the can he drank it straight from the can and so because he did that i did the same thing and i gotta say it's delicious if that's not compelling enough to go to your local whole foods right you know what you can do you can do the holy merger of bianco Tomatoes with Momofuku noodles, just like Chris's Nona used to know. All right, let's get on to the show. So this is the three things. 
This is the new year coming up. We're going to do a challenge, and you're, you guys are more than welcome to be part of this because the Ringerverse doesn't even know. Bill Simmons doesn't even know. I want to get Bill and everybody for the month of January to do a Master of One's Domain for, for sugar consumption. And it's going to be an honor system. Can you go all month or maybe longer without consuming any sugar intentionally? Anything with sugar in it at yeah, all. Yeah. Sugar in what form? All forms. All forms. That's fucking Anything crazy. that's a carb that gets converted into sugar as well. That's no alcohol. <laughs> that's no sugar products. Yeah. That also no... Marinades. Okay. No nothing. Are we saying no starches and No, yeah. Carbs? That's anything all that's... All of those things. Yeah. So no but f- like I would say fr- one thing we did last time was uh, no fruit. I think that was... I think fruit's got to be on the table. It's just not... I can't, I can't go without my currants. Yeah. I need to eat my currants. <laughs> just nothing that's overly sweet, right? All right. Like watermelon would be good. Why is this happening? Because we want to punish her. Pain is pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I think it's I think it's uh it's a formidable opponent task. And I want to get I, everybody in the Ringerverse, the Ringer universe, and now the Kimmelverse mm-hmm. to to go after this challenge. And it's an honor system, right? Much like the great Seinfeld episode. So so sweet nothings is what we're going for. Yeah. Because we can have nothing sweet. Nothing sweet. Sweet nothings. No booze. How do you do? No starch. How do you guys do generally with this kind of thing? With like, uh, we'll call it dieting generally. Kelly's like, what the fuck did I sign up for? <laughs> no, I'm pretty good. I, I, I'm pretty good if you tell me shit. I'm horrible if I got to think of shit. Okay. You know? Okay. Like, if I got to think of like, hey, go think about this thing, I'm going to be in all kinds of trouble. If you say just go dig a ditch, I need five pizzas, I'm good. I mean, what? whatever, that kind of shit. Just... Normal everyday task I can do, but if I gotta figure this fucking out, if I gotta go look through what has sugar in it, which I know a little bit, but okay, we'll go crazy. So maybe we need to put out some type of guideline, a beginner's guide to sure to um. Well, he makes and serves pizza and pasta for a living. So <laughs> that's okay. I can submit. You know what? You know you would. Yeah, you know. It's coming soon to the Bianca yeah. Pizza near you. Cauliflower crust. Available at Whole Foods. Parts rather, of palm fettuccine. I'd rather abstain. I think abstinence in this case. All right. So let's, you guys can decline, but I'm just offering you an invitation. No, I, think I, I like the, I is like it. I like it. I is like it a master of your own domain format where one and done, you're out? Yeah, of course. You tasted, you're out? Mm, yeah. Okay. But I'm almost thinking that we should maybe give everyone a cheat day. A cheat day per week. Per week. I, I'm just But gonna, I don't know. I think Sundays. Yes. The, only, the only thing Sunday. is. I'm shit. a firm believer in abstinence in all things. <laughs> abstinence okay, education. Folks, that Catholic education really got to me. I put on my own chastity belt for a long time. Right? I didn't know where the lock went. I have the key around my neck. My only, my only thing is that to be announced thing we have is going to make this very hard for you in particular. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll okay. see. Well, maybe okay. if you're tasting, there's a, there is some type of um, like if you're tasting something, you can taste it if it's part of. You know, so no recreational, no, no recreational sugar consumption. Yeah. So what I really wanted to get to, I, I digressed. I pulled the Bianco there. Um, I'm gonna fucking Google digress. <laughs> Someone's gonna be in trouble. Um, the three things are tips for healthier eating. When you're getting older and you got to get blood work done and tests and all these things. I'm, again, a few years younger than Senator Bianco, but he's got to change his diet a few things. Change, I'm, 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 I have to say, health has become um, uh, omnipresent in my life. I think I decided I want to fucking drop dead and 
It's a pain in the ass. I mean, it's messy. You, you know? don't want to die. I'm so proud no, of I mean, you. No, I mean, I'm fine to die when I am when I have to, but I don't want to help it. I don't want to grease the tracks that way. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't, I'm, so, trying to take some uh, some stock of, of all of it, I guess. So, I'm going to give you some of the tips. It's not tips. Some of the things I'm going to try to do this year. Because I tried to fast for three days, and the pizza that I had, which was not yours, was the most delicious thing I've ever had in my life. I know. I heard that. that was, it was so other. fucking good. So maybe, maybe I will try to figure out how to do that. And then, you know, I'll, I'll rejoin Twitter and I'll become like a tech bro, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but two, probably not likely Two, I had a conversation last week with, um, someone that was been on this pod, but I want to name him, but he's a very successful screenwriter makes TV and all these things. And I didn't know that they were a vegetarian and we were talking and, and inevitably I was like, Oh, He's like, oh, but I don't eat meat. And he's like, I'm sure you're going to think that I'm lame and whatever, whatever. And I was like, no, 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 no. I think that if I had the moral fiber and strength, I would also be a vegetarian. Because yeah. he's like, I'm doing it for moral reasons. And I was like, huh. I was like, so don't you miss it, though? Like, how, I, I wish I could do it, but I can't. This was a revelation to me. Are you a vegetarian? Have you ever been? Absolutely not. No way. <laughs> I'm a corn-fed, corn-fed Midwestern girl. That's right. It's not in my blood. No, corn is vegetarian. I will put Okay, that. I am. <laughs> I'm a meat and potatoes girl. There you go. Boom. Got you. So this got me thinking. So I was like, "What do you? Don't you?" And he goes, "I'm only a vegetarian when I'm not on vacation. Ah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm not traveling something, or I'm in a place where it's impossible to like eat something. If I'm on a road trip." And I said, what do you mean? He's like, well, I took my family to Europe and I ate meat and fish every meal three times a day. Yeah. I was like, wow. And the reason is, is going to that delaying your gratification on that fast, that idea, right? This pizza, which is normally okay, was fucking amazing. And I feel like I've been deadened because I've just had everything to some degree. And it's like resetting your palate. And I thought to myself, huh. How much more amazing would it be to go on vacation and to truly enjoy the food? It'd be amazing. This is this is this enlightened vegetarianism. Enlightened vegetarianism, yeah. yes. I love this. And I was like, shit, I think I gotta give it a shot. He just wants to listen to mu- music on good speakers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it. like, it's, like, like it's a little bit like, like why waste fucking You could try you don't eat meat at home, basically. Unless you do. I think, like, you know, <laughs> fuck it. Like, I think that's too much pressure. Like, when do you need it? Like, if you say, like, when do you need it? It's not even that often. Like, my, me and my wife used to be vegetarian, you know, when we first met. And then, like, like, well, maybe they eat some fish. If it's fucking really good and it's on fire and it's simple and it's not. Like, what do you like about it? You know, it's, it, you know, you know, the animal thing's never fucking, it's never, there's no getting around it. Mm. You know, there's many schools. Like, I would never talk to somebody against their personal beliefs and whatever but i also think man what the fuck we're gonna do with all the i mean we're here to shepherd in a way right we're here to so chris is out (laughs) (laughs) no i'm in i'm in i might just be shepherding just making cheese with him i'm just saying but it's it's is is uh this is just something that i i think i'm gonna try to work on yeah probably not gonna be successful but i so the the problem is the only problem is i or what i like about what your friend is saying is it's like specifically when i'm on vacation i will eat meat i think it's harder just be like i'm gonna try to eat less meat so are you gonna have like specific parameters around this person is one of the smartest people i've ever met as Mm -hmm. well and truly a good human being 
And I think it's really hard from a philosophical level to actually argue against the moral, like, standing sure. for veganism or vegetarianism. So it's really you- hard. I, I, I think it's almost impossible to say, you guys are wrong. I mean, I understand the other side. I, I, I'm just imagining the Joe Rogan point, like, ah, you can only eat fucking meat. You're an idiot if you don't. I well, they want to be killed. Right. <laughs> They're bred for us. I get it. But I think it's hard. The last thing that I'm going to try to do mm. for 2020, is it 4, 24? Mm-hmm. Fuck mm-hmm. me, it's man. <laughs> End of days. When is it coming? Please. That's, that's, the reaction you just had to the oh fact that it's 2024 is the same reaction most people have to like, oh my God, it's three o'clock already? <laughs> is I'm going to try to stick to a, if I'm not going to do the vegetarian thing, strictly a Mediterranean diet. So what is that? That's like dolmas and. No, it's just olive oil, mostly fish, vegetables. Okay. You know, my doctor has said that is the best by far. But Dave, I would just say just to put some closure on the vegetable thing. I'm, I'm, I fucking love eating vegetables. I'm just saying it's like, it's like how much? I mean, the one thing is like when you look at all those old fucking colonial cookbooks and shit and all those things, they were like, they're like meat. That was like, you know, like the meat in three, the meat was the fucking little condiment. I just think if we flipped it on its head and like I said, even when you go into Europe, maybe I don't, I'm not speaking for your friend, but maybe it's because he thinks I know these animals are all good source. I know that they're brought to the fucking table humanely. I don't know if that's part of his reason that makes it all okay. And he, he knows that he's bringing something to his body that's lived a fucking live his best life other than one bad day and uh but maybe you know. the other thing is if i lived in wyoming or idaho i'd only eat game meat sure right that would be the cleanest best way mm-hmm. right that's true we don't look like steven ranella he's in very good shape <laughs> uh, so fasting yeah for periods of time mostly vegetarian eating as, as much as you can do and short of that... Spending six weeks at an ashram. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is your eat, pray, love year. Yeah. Okay. It's going to probably not happen. I think you've been doing pretty well, honestly. Yeah. I've, I've, you've been doing well in the last few months already. You do have kind of a glow about you, Dave. Thank you, thank I'll you, thank that. you. <laughs> it's all the Botox. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let, let's take a break. Let's get into an Ask Dave. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Great iced tea takes you somewhere else like new pure leaf blackberry iced tea that we have here at the Spotify studios and drink quite a bit where unexpectedly blackberry flavor transports you to a berry delicious place. So refreshing you may never want to leave. You will eventually have to though, but take your time. Try new pure leaf blackberry iced tea. Visit amazon.com slash pure leaf and enter 20 pure leaf. That's 20 pure leaf for 20% off your purchase of new pure leaf Blackberry iced tea. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. All right, so we got an Ask Dave, and I um, I got to say, I got to put on my fucking reading glasses. This also has me sort of freaked out, and I, I'm pretty sure that Kelly's going to think, why am I here again? I can't wait. 
Dear Dave, I have a phobia for nose pickers. Because of my phobia, I am always watching for potential more potential nose pickers in public. What? Unfortunately, based on my observations, the vast majority of people in service industries are nose pickers, including grocery workers, couriers, drivers, receptionists, gym workers, you name it. However, the one group I have yet to ever see pick their nose in public are cooks and chefs, in particular mid to high-end places. No shit. I can say the same for about 98% of all front of house workers I've observed in these places. Even in fast food, lower-end places, I would say about 75% are not nose pickers based on my observation. Jesus, Chris Yang. <laughs> Listen, Sincerely, Chris. I submitted this anonymously, okay? My question is, is it taught in culinary school to not pick your nose? I understand that most of the time cooks are constantly handling a utensil and or food or wearing rubber gloves during service. But even during downtimes, I've yet to see them pick their nose, even during breaks outside where they might be having a smoke with their gloves off. Thus, I love that he used thus, (laughs) thus restaurants are the only place in the world where I do not have anxiety. This is a serious question. Sincerely, Steve T. And before we answer it, can I just say, that's the finest Ask Dave question we've ever gotten. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Because it's yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm not judging you, Steve, but it's fucking weird. Yeah. But it's also a good conversation to have. I need it's to know compelling. this, man. I'm it's, fascinated. It's compelling. I mean, the first thing, the only thing, my only, uh, we should answer this. For, well, the the answer I assume I didn't go to culinary school, but I assume there's not like a specific class where they're like how not to pick your notes, right? Like that's not you didn't learn this when you were working at McSweeney's. <laughs> we we did it, Dave Vigers. Didn't you write had, a book that we, sold two copies? Yeah, we had an offsite about <laughs> nose picking, but we didn't have an official course, right? That's not a. It's just a general food safety and health and cleanliness thing. The one, my one objection to this characterization though is that it's about service professionals. If ninety percent of service professionals pick their noses. I think 90% of human beings are picking their noses. Well, I can tell you for certain that it's, it's extremely embarrassing when I have my two sons out and they're meeting other people, friends or whoever, mm. and they're just talking to them with a the finger <laughs> of their nose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and you tried to tell them that's not what you do and they don't understand. But it feels so good sometimes. Know. You know, it's just like that sweet but release. when do you learn? When is it ingrained in us that... I shouldn't do this in public. I think around like 14. 14? <laughs> no, I'm just fucking around. I don't no, know. What, what age do you think it is? What age do uh, you you're think you're putting your kids today? It feels, I agree with what Kelly said though. It's like you got a boogie in there. It's making your breathing weird. The sweet release of just, losing that boogie. Well, I think, yeah, I just think, picking well, that boogie. This is, um, yeah, I think, you know, there's definitely different ways to excavate, I guess. You know, I mean, a tissue, time. right? This yeah. is a tissue. Go for the fucking tissue. You probably mm-hmm. learn the first time you get publicly shamed, right? Yeah. Like there's no, I've that. done that to my no, son. No, no, no. We've, no problem. You, yeah, they're not They have not learned anything. You don't learn <laughs> There's no <laughs> It's, it's always in the most thing. impromptu, like the worst moments humanly possible. Yeah, my, my kids. My, my kids My kids will look me dead in the eye yeah. and then we, eat it. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. They haven't gone that far yet. Just dead they, in the they eye. They hate you. I'll be they, like, stop, they, stop, they stop, 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 stop. No, no, no. The one thing I'm glad that they picked up from my wife is cleanliness. Oh, my God. Have you ever seen someone pick a nose in, in a restaurant before? Not in a restaurant. I also am not really looking for nose Good. pickers. No. I mean, like, I see this in restaurants. It's like, is that considered picking your nose? It's a little bit. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I if you look out for it, you do see people, like, touching their noses. But I don't see, like, a, a pick. No yeah, I mean, proper uh, pick. Right. And if you're, if you're, if you have, like, a phobia about that, 
that can be super alarming to like, see somebody touch their nose and then like touch whatever they're doing. I would say that this is the mo- the deepest, no pun intended, uh, speaking of picking, that uh, I've ever gotten in the subject. You know, right? like I never, I think, you know, if somebody says, you know, even if you're like 16, you know, this why some, you know, somebody tells you one time, like embarrassment, go fucking pick your nose ever in the goddamn kitchen again. You're like, all right, I'll never forget that. I mean, it's literally in front of my face. I'm going to stop. I think the reason why you uh, would not see it is you're going to get written up or you're going to be fired. Yeah, that's exactly The reason it. why, it, it's just like it's a self-culling of nose pickers. Yeah. Right? Self-culling. You just can't. And it's I get... I've actually never seen it in my life either. No, I've seen no, someone vomit in a trash can. I've seen... You know, digits flying off. I've seen all kinds of ugly, yeah. gross shit. I've never seen someone pick their nose. Uh, well, I think we. I think you killed that kitchen, question. I mean, I think right? It's, I, think, I just. Yeah. I just think. He, I think first of all, it's gross. But again, ninety-nine percent of all foodborne illness when you get sick is because someone didn't wash their hands, right? And if you work in a good kitchen, it just is about cleanliness. It goes hand in hand, right? You have to have. A clean kitchen, clean uniform, cleanliness is paramount. So if you don't do that and those standards are not part of your standard operating procedure, you will be shut down too. Like the health department will shut your ass down because if you're not catching that right off the bat, it's not a good look. Yeah. And the thing is, man, health department too, I mean, they're so less busy now than they used to be. I mean, they're so more thorough. And they're always going to come at the worst time. Sometimes I think they plan shit. Right, they're like bad cops. You know what I mean? They get oh, to the scene. They're crooked cops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're yeah. like, I mean, I, I, I yeah. well, I think in every, I didn't say that. Every, <laughs> I heard that. I, I think allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. I, I I'm not the only chef that fucking thinks that. I think sometimes they plant shit. I'm like, come on, man! I swear to God, that shit wasn't there. Wait, Did we, you just take replace my fucking thermometer <laughs> yeah. with one that doesn't fucking work? What the fuck? That was just working. We don't even serve that here. Yeah. What is that yeah. doing here? Let me ask you yeah, this. It's a tough job. When was the last time you guys, other than children, have you observed, or yourselves, have you seen a person out in the world just picking their nose like a sandwich? Oh, oh, I blacked yeah. it out. I blacked what? it. I would black it out. Do you guys, driving in Los Angeles when you're in standstill traffic, yeah, there's you a lot of traffic. see at least that, three people picking their nose. Okay. That makes sense. Then I, I, then I think but is it more like the Le Seinfeld one? Is it, are we sure? Where he's just doing this. It's a side note. No, it's a, it's a real. Exterior but have you ever seen, okay, so Steve T says that uh, <laughs> service professionals at gym workers, receptionists, couriers, can't speak for them. drivers, yes, yes. and grocery workers. I've never seen a grocery worker yeah. digging, no. digging for gold. Well, they're also not touching grocery. and handling food. Can I tell you what's equally probably disgusting? Talking about you this think shit? about it? Yes. <laughs> Talking about but blowing your nose in public and tissue. That tissue's not providing a... Uh, it's a real barrier. It's anti- like a lambskin I, condom. It's, <laughs> it's like yeah. microbial. But you, know yeah. but you know what's equally fucked up is Grandpa going in his old bandana yeah. 48 yeah. times. Yeah. That's a, to in me, let's talk about this, Steve yeah. T. No, I don't right? Know. I don't the know. handkerchief is fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Unless, unless you're like, you know... I forgot who wears t-shirts one time throws them out. But like, unless you like throw your bandanas out one at a time and... Bring them down. But even so, okay, like, I think what you're saying, Dave, is, like, I blow into the thinnest piece of paper in the world with my nose, and then I look, and then I look at it. <laughs> Man, like, I'll tell you. I did, pray. Did I somehow avoid germs by doing that? Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I didn't know what you were doing. 
<laughs> I am more interested in where this phobia came from. I want to know everything about Steve T personally. I mean, you're saying, is it a nose picking specific phobia yes. or is it a general germophobia? You would. Yes. That is my biggest question. Right. It's so specifically nose picking. What happened to him? Yeah, what happened? What it happened sounds to like a, it sounds like Who a trigger. You? It sounds like a trigger word. Like in your block, you know, like, you know, like so when you name kids, you got to make sure none of them rhyme with fucking nose picker, you know? Or a safe oh. word. <laughs> <laughs> so in short, Steve, the answer is like, is, is yes. People who are taught, who work in kitchens to be yeah, clean. I swear to God, if I saw somebody pick their nose, about, lose- <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck are you fucking doing? Are you out of your fucking mind? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, this is like I, I would say like this. My now my thirty third year of uh, uh, having a restaurant, and working in my I, I've never. Um, I don't even think I use the word nose picking in the kitchen ever because I think I've it's never a, seen it. It's it is a, I think it is the unicorn of all um, kind of uh, atrocities that happen in the kitchen. Like you see, like in the kitchen, you can see some bad behavior, but literally never a nose picker. Yeah, I think I mean, it crossed the line. It's right. I mean, it's literally right in your face. Yeah. Yeah. Across the line. I mean, and I, I, I'm just trying to imagine what would happen in most of my friends' kitchens if somebody picked their nose. No, they would be instantly probably fired. I, I, I don't think you're fired, but I think that you're probably not going to get promoted. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Yearly recap. Let's see. Jeez, uh, we had a great July. But you could have yeah. stopped picking your nose. And, and then and then the goldenrod fucking bloomed and we're, Oh, yeah, this is too much. I'm sorry, Kelly. I didn't know that this was going to be the question. I, I love it. It's, you love it? It's, it's, I love it's, it. It's good, but I can't wait to number fucking two. I also really want to pick my nose right now. I don't know <laughs> if that know, came you across Just anyone. talking about it is making my nose feel like it needs to be picked. Yes. I'm feeling it, too. Mine feels nothing. All right. Well, thank you for that email, Stephen. If you want to continue to ask us questions, please feel free. You can send those in at Ask Dave at Major Domo Media, or you can send them into the Discord channel, and you can sign up at MajorDemoMedia.com. And if you're technically savvy enough, it's easy. If you're not, go ask your children <laughs> to figure out how to sign up for Discord. Uh, we'll take a break. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. We are back. With the real reason Chris Bianco and Kelly joined us today. Buy and sell. Buy and sell. It's been a while. And I think we definitely have to ask you if we can maybe change the, the name of this bit to for or against. Makes a lot of sense. All right. So this is a refresher of the rules. This game is a debate show where four panelists will debate whether they should buy or sell a topic of the host choosing. That's me. Each panelist has 20 seconds to make their case. At the end of each topic... Points are assigned to the winner of a segment. Uh, the panelist will, with the most points at the end is the winner and will receive open floor for 30 seconds to talk about anything they want. Okay. So let's move on to the first topic. All right. Our first topic or food item is buckwheat. 
All right. Buckwheat, a.k.a. Kasha, which isn't actually related to wheat, but is more of a flowering plant, is one of Whole Foods' food trend predictions for 2024. So buckwheat, buy or sell? I, I'm going to start off. I personally will be buying it in my own portfolio. But for uh, the, the, the public fund, I'm selling buckwheat all day. I just don't think the flavor is something that people actually enjoy. If they ever tasted soba noodles without any flavoring, they'd be like, mm, what is that? I think that buckwheat is a very distinct flavor that is not really going to be enjoyed. It's also not easy to cook with. It is also a grain that needs to be processed almost immediately after it's been milled because it loses all of its sort of fragrance and beautifulness um, because it does not age well. It needs to be milled almost immediately and consumed and worked with. It doesn't have any gluten, so it's you need to add flu- – it's not an easy thing to work with. And I think a blini is also – I mean, you're not eating a blini without caviar and stuff, right? Sorry, 20 seconds are up. Oh. I'm getting cues. Is that what was happening? <laughs> I was gesticulating wildly. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know oh. it was 20 seconds. We're trying to keep it, to keep it short, I'm so fine, otherwise fine. we'll never no, get I'm out of here. I'm selling. I'm selling. Okay. You're selling. You're selling. Okay. Because people are – basically because people are stupid. all right is it my turn now yeah kelly go for it okay i am selling specifically because have you ever had a buckwheat pancake they ruin pancakes if there's buckwheat pancakes on the menu i will not be ordering the pancake and i'm always ordering the fucking pancake Hmm. that's all i have to say it's a very strong I love I mean, pancakes. So the, the brevity of it is almost like a haiku as well. I think <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. That was really that was beautiful. Great. I love that Dave's sell reason was like, it's really delicious, but people will never get it. And Kelly's was like, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm selling it. I'm loving the different perspectives well, on the sell. I would say, it's 20 seconds starting right now. Right? Let's see. I would say, um, I, I too would, would sell. And, and it's kind of a contradiction, my reason. Because on one hand, Buckwheat is one of the great names of all time. I mean, like if you're a baseball player or, you know, an actor in the, in the you know, organic comedy. But I think that also just the name itself, like it's gluten-free, but it's called buckwheat. So you're losing half your audience is going there. I think it's, it's some, I think it's lack of clarity and it's, and it's also, it's lack of, uh, uh, of, of versatility will be its downfall. Senator. Well done. That was the most concise answer yeah. you've ever had. That's amazing. That was beautiful. I, I the time I had. Chris. Wow, you can do it. Um, I'm so proud of you. I am not literally buying buckwheat myself for some of the aforementioned reasons. I don't know how to cook with buckwheat. I also find it uh, ruins pancakes. But I'm going to buy on a short-term short-term uh, buy here buckwheat. I'm going to day trade buckwheat specifically because Whole Foods says it's going to be a trend, which means it's going to be everywhere in Whole Foods, and there's all these health claims about the heart healthiness of buckwheat. I think that people will buy it for a short amount of time, and therefore I am buying on buckwheat. No, it's not going to be like all these white people putting turmeric on their face. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think there. I think we're going to see a little buckwheat tea thing happen. I think we're going to see some buckwheat tea hit the hit the internet's. Buckwheat tea, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think anything that says it's healthy, they will make it into a tea, and people will drink it for a short amount of time. What you just said is going to create a whole Reddit subthread about how wrong you are. <laughs> That's fine. That's the point of the internet. You know, can I just have a quick digression, host? You brought up something. What are the best? Do you follow baseball at all? Yeah. What are the greatest baseball names of all time? Mookie. Yeah, I was yeah, thinking Mookie the Mookie's Pets. the best. Uh, Mookie, 
Betts, and then Mookie Wilson. Yeah, oh, the best, two, best names. Um, and Mookie Blaylock, basketball, but I mean, still works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think Buckwheat's a bad name? It's not. I mean. It's not great. It's not I, great. I think it's a decent name. I think it's a, it's it's. It's not it's, a baseball it's, name. Base, it, it, it's no. a, it's, it's a baseball has the coolest names when they're not just John and Joe, right? Yeah. The Negro League had the real cool names. Satchel. Like Satchel I mean, that's a fucking Satchel name, is right? fucking awesome. I wonder to name Super our son Jackson, Satchel. You know, Grace, I think he, he, was, like he was on the White Sox. Okay, and I, he was not in the Negro League. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess I, I also, socks. I guess I also agree that if Buckwheat was called Satchel, it would be cooler. Yeah. That's not the... Yeah, I think sport, I mean... Sandy Koufax, great name. It's a great name. Great name. name. There's there's some other fucking... Buckwheat Pancake, one of my favorite players. (laughs) (laughs) Willie Mays, too, is a good name. Even though it's it's not that by itself, Willie or Mays. Babe Ruth is an amazing name. Terrible candy bar, great name. name. (laughs) Terrible candy bar. (laughs) Hate the fucking Babe Ruth. Never liked the Yankees. All right. Sorry, you know. Next. All right, don't you guys want to know who won? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. It's all, that's the only reason to do that's this. That's the only reason to do this. Uh, okay, so actually, I gave out three points this time. Two to Kelly for coming in strong and uh, making a great debut. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're not. Yeah. You and then fuck you very loudly. A point to Ying for employing the day trade maneuver and you know just saying this is just, just going to be a trend. It kind of seems like a cop-out. Can we day trade? Yeah, you could, you you could definitely day trade. You can do anything you want. It's by yourself. Okay. All right. Next topic. Here we go. GameStop over here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to short the buckwheat market. (laughs) All right. Next up, we've got spam. All right. Menu Research Group Data Central calls it the chef's secret nostalgic ingredient. But Koreans have been calling it delicious for more than 50 years. Spam. Buy or sell. I I think we're going to overextend the stock metaphor. For me... Spam is uh, is a mutual fund, and it's never. It's I, I think that it, if it hasn't already by now skyrocketed or plummeted, it is just going to gently continue on its trajectory. I don't think anything spectacular is going to happen with spam. I love spam. I, I'm going to say it. I, I I really like spam, and I find that the lower sodium version is a totally passable uh, product. So, I I like to play it safe. I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy spam without high expectations of anything happening here. I don't think it's going to plummet. My turn? Um, well, this one, I, I would say, um, I would buy... is <laughs> so excited I, to see what you no, say right I, now. I would buy only because of... Um, I think it's it's pretty much fucking hit its ceiling. You know? I think it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's definitely... It's like a 24-year-old freshman. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Basketball player, they probably are who they are. <laughs> Um, but I think that that he'll play in the league a long time, and I think so will Spam. Okay. I mean, Hormel could send you a huge check to be like, "Hey, Chris Bianco, would you put it as a topping on your Rosa pizza?" I'm fucking listening, bro. Because it's, <laughs> it's pretty pretty good, Mr. Really Hormel. Good. I got kids. Uh, you know, I gotta get through. That'd be really good. Cool. Yeah. It'd be good. Yeah, Chris Buff in that. In I'm that just saying, Hormel. That's, this is the reason why spam is not on the up. Hey, I got the internet. Right. They know how to find me. <laughs> I got the internet. I am a Minnesota girl through and through. If you guys don't know, Austin, Minnesota. 
home to spam. Home to the spam museum. Are you serious? Whoa. Guys, Holy shit. We're taking wrong. a field trip to the spam museum. Oh, it's that, 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 that's that's the trick. This gotta be a that, that is, what are the fuck I actually that? am here. I'm here on behalf of Big Spam. <laughs> so I am buying. I'm buying. I'm buying. I'm always going to buy Spam. I don't personally like Spam, but I love Spam. Does that make any sense you to you? You love the idea of Spam. Yeah, I love Spam. Yeah. I will not spam. be eating it, but I will be visiting you the museum. You just don't like it. It's not my favorite texture in the world. Um, I like a Spam Musubi spam once in a while, but... I'm buying it because it rocks. Uh, again, I love Spam. My kids like Spam. I think of all the flavors, the original is still the best. It needs to be salty, all of these things. For those that don't know, I don't think Korea is where it is today. There's no BTS. There's no Blackpink without Spam, folks. Right? There just isn't. Um, it literally saved Korea and a few other countries. It's beloved in, in Asia, Southeast Asia, and Hawaii. And not so much the rest of the world, um, not so much America. There are a lot of knockoffs. The reason why I'm selling it, and I just want to say it's my, I, 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 I love it, but I'm selling it because it's like Vegemite. You know, you either love it or you don't. And I think having a shell-stable meat freaks the shit out of people in a world where you don't necessarily need to have shell-stable meat. For that reason, I'm selling it unless Hormel you also contact me. <laughs> I'll put that shit on anything. <laughs> All right, you know. All right, guys. So the winner for that round is uh, Senator Bianco for taking a call in the middle of by herself and getting a deal with spam on the on the spot. Oh, come on. <laughs> But We're Dave, taking it seriously. But Dave, actually, uh, you do get a uh, point for bringing up all the cultures in which it was used. Wait, and... wait, wait, he's actually getting a fucking point. <laughs> I'll give. I'm giving it to you, but like, I'm giving it to Dave. I just wanted to <laughs> yeah. give a shout out to. Wait, wait, How many points do I what, get? What is the actual? Dave point? gets. Dave gets two, and Bianco gets one, just for the what? for the lowest. Oh my God, I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I, mean, I thought. I, I have I to say this. I think. I mean, the phone thing. Beside, I thought like. It's a fucking 24-year-old freshman. I thought, oh, you're right. You're right. Oh, yeah, that was a good analogy. Was good. I mean, good. I, mean I still don't get the analogy. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. We're good. He's like drafting Bo Nix. Okay, That's I see. Right? Right? Yeah, there you go. He's like 27 years old okay. rookie. Yeah. You, you know, are, you are. I mean, one person on this panel is from Spam, but that's cool. <laughs> I mean, it's from the Spam Museum. It's fine. You know, it's okay. fine. <laughs> we'll just move on. All right, next topic. Shawarma. All right. Any meat on a spit, really? But uh, this sounds like a, a like a rehash. But like apparently, shawarma is on track to be trending in twenty twenty four, according to this uh, white paper that I read. So, uh, shawarma, buy or sell? Shawarma, Chris Bianco, you're I, up. I start shawarma. I'm selling only because uh, I mean I, I I I like it, but I mean look at the name burrito. And it's shawarma. And I love, you didn't tell me the name. I think if you change the name, give me a good name for to shawarma. Pastor? Exactly. <laughs> pastor is going to fucking kill. Pastor Taco? Um, but uh, yeah, Pastor will kill. But shawarma, instant shawarma is not going to, I don't think it's going to happen for it. I'm selling. I am selling on shawarma. I love shawarma, but meat on a spit flying through the air where people might be picking their noses is just not marketable <laughs> in 2024. It's kind of... How about Pastor? I, I mean, that's the thing, too. I, I love this stuff. Don't get me wrong. But it's just meat out in the open. Sometimes it looks a little gray. I'm just going to say it's not 
it's not great and I'm not spending my money on it. Hmm. Well said. I will be buying all of your stock that you're selling. <laughs> and if you want to unload it all, I'm buying it all. All day I'm buying it. I am long shawarma. It is actually one of the key, key investments in my entire portfolio. Mm. And the reason is, is whether people are picking their nose or not, the actual heat is like 500 degrees plus. So that's going to kill anything. The reason why I know it's going to work is I'm a believer that deliciousness will always win out. It is hard to beat the science that you're going to get constant Maillard reaction on every slice of meat that is on that shawarma spit. And that is why it's going to win. Besides all the multiple ways you can eat that meat, that crispy meat on every slice is one of the most ingenious inventions of all time. We've made a show about it as the shawarma turns on Ugly Delicious Season 2. And I opened a restaurant called Bong Bar where we put Asian shit on the, on the, on the skewer. So I'm buying it, and uh, I encourage you guys to sell. I, I am also buying shawarma. Because I see it as a tech investment, like Dave is talking about. I see it less as it's the NVIDIA of, of, of food preparations. I see it more as more than a graphics processor company. I see that the technology of the vertical spit can be applied to many things in the future. However, it has to be a long-term investment because I agree with the senator that shawarma will fall victim to this nation's <laughs> Uh, well-established aversion to things from uh, the Levant and Middle East and Arabic part of the world, which I disagree with strongly, but deliciousness will prevail. I agree. So it actually sounds like Ying is selling too. So I'll buy all your shit. I bought. I'm buying. It's, no, it sounds mine. like you're selling. I heard sell. Yeah, uh, I, did. Sounds like you're selling. Yeah. Only because I need the cash right now. <laughs> but I like swarma. All right. That was a great round. Uh, Dave, you actually had it in hand until you got the actual name of the episode in season two of Ugly Delicious wrong. It's as the meat turns and not as the shawarma turns. I paraphrased it. it, Much like that Harvard dean. (laughs) Otherwise, uh, that was a tough round to judge. I think Kelly and Bianco both get uh, the win for that round. Okay, so let's see. (laughs) By the way, that's crazy. The Harvard president. Just copy shit left and right in her dissertation? Yeah. Come on, man. It happens, man. That's why I didn't get a fucking Harvard. Bunch of fucking cheaters. <laughs> That's why. You had the choice, but you were like, no, I refuse. I refuse to bring my talents to Harvard. <laughs> my He's going prowess. to South I'm going Beach. to Hartford. <laughs> I, feel, I feel bad. I feel bad about Swamba. You got there right like, now. wait, this isn't Harvard? This is Hartford? <laughs> I, I feel bad about Swamba right now. I'm going to change my story but mm-hmm. about the name, but I feel bad. Like, in case it's somebody's name. Mr. Mrs. Swarm out there. There's no disrespect to the name or that. I think I'm just saying, but a burrito is a fucking good name, you're saying. Like a burrito. By the way, I had burritos last night from Sonora Town. Oh, and they were good as fuck, right? Can I just say, that's another reason why I think I got to stop eating things that I know are delicious. It completely destroyed me. Mm. They're it's so good. The chivichanga for oh. me. Um, I would eat that every single day. Oh. Yeah. yeah. This is good, man. It's good. Man, it was so good. Snort Town's delicious. And good name. Very too. spicy. Very spicy salsa. Mm-hmm. Very spicy. Yes, yeah, good shit. But so good. It's so, so good. So anyway, shout out to Sonora Town. You ruined you ruined my day today. <laughs> and I'm actually it was so good I'm contemplating how I never feel this way ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I ate too much. Anyway, what's next? All right. We're going to take a quick break from food and get into sleep hygiene. 
All right. So sleep has been the trend for a couple of years now, looking at, you know, evaluating how you go about your sleep and making sure you get a good night's sleep. Is this going to continue? Buy or sell sleep hygiene in 2024? What is, what is an example of sleep hygiene? Oh, I'll give you an example. Look at my ring. Aura ring. Oh. I am buying every single piece of stock possible on sleep hygiene. I love to sleep. I live to sleep. I will do anything to sleep. And this Aura ring, shout out to Aura ring. <laughs> aura ring, if you're listening, I love you. That's a count of Oh my God, they're on the phone rings. now. It's, like, it's fucking crazy. Um, sleeping is everything. And it's, yeah, everyone does it. Everyone needs to sleep better. I have nothing else to say on the topic. Well, it's funny you should say about sleep hygiene because I'm also wearing an aura. <laughs> but not only that, I legitimately bought into it because I invested in it. <laughs> in Ura. Like Did you many, really? many years ago, my friend became the CEO of Ura like that 10 years ago. Genius. And I wrote him a very small check that has done quite well. Yeah. yeah. I'm long-term believer in sleep health and sleep hygiene. So I literally put the, my money where my mouth is here. Uh, just a quick that's question. That's going to be hard there. to beat. Does the ring, is it a monitor or does it somehow affect your sleep positively? It's everything. What is it? It monitors. It, it monitors okay. your heart rate variation, your temperature, okay. how much you moved. Okay. What you got? Are oh, you done? I haven't said anything. Oh, you're next. We should okay. get Ura to give us a discount code. I am a, I'm buying on sleep hygiene as a uh, whoop dude as a uh, <laughs> as a uh, as a CPAP patient. I have personally seen the benefits of proper sleep and not choking, not suffocating, <laughs> not suffocating to death. I feel that there's a ceiling here. The rings look cool. I'll tell you guys look cool with those rings. Like super cool with those rings. Thank you. They don't look super cool with the fucking CPAP machine. So like it's only gonna really work. Like only you can only bring out the CPAP. Is that what it sounds like? No, it doesn't sound like fucking Darth Vader. Like I got it under control, but I do have to face away because I've even though I've uh, been married for a long time and have very few secrets from my wife, I still don't like her to see me wearing this thing. It's so embarrassing. So there's a ceiling on it, but like the benefits of sleep hygiene. Cannot, I don't like the name sense. sleep hygiene. What did you call it? Sleep something else. Sleep, sleep, sleep health? Sleep health. Whatever sleep, it is. Sleep wellness. Sleep wellness. Sleep wellness. Yeah. Night, well, night, night times. Nighty nights. Yeah. Um, I'm fucking buying the shit out of sleep anything. And I think it's, it's funny because um, I really never thought too much about sleep. In its connectivity to everything else, you know, I thought it was like I, and many people in, our, in the in the hospitality business um, don't sleep. As, as you as you well know, it, it's you know, sleep is our arch enemy. You know, it's just always about staying awake and longer. And then one day you submit to it, and 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 uh, I think people are learning that how how bad they need it. And then also, I would dub that until into um, wellness in general. I think people are starting to give a fuck more about. They want to sleep well means you probably got to fucking know what time you stop eating. You got to know what you ate for, you know, you, you got to help it along. You know, brush your fucking teeth and put some clean PJs on. Get a good pillow, which is a whole nother study. This is over 30 seconds. So I will give up my my, my minutes for uh, just a message of sleep. Has anyone, has anyone gotten those uh, cold pads and hot pads for sleep? No. I think that's the next level shit. Really? I, I mean, it sounds I just started fucking sleeping good. I mean, I don't want to get on, but I've just been working on it lately. I got a thing right now. 
It feels so different when you wake up. Yeah, it, it's it's a weird. I mean, I'm a governor. Well, is everybody already? We're already we're already done. Yeah, go ahead. You know, I will say the this. Floor is yours, Senator I'm not on the sleep thing. Like no bullshit. It's like I forgot. I'm sure this, you can Google this shit, but how fucked up you are if you don't get enough sleep. Say you get two hours. Like it's like it's like drinking a fucking bottle of Randat or something. You know, kind of thing. And and I'm for a lot of years like with but my asthma and stuff that. Like, it wasn't so much as snoring, but, like, not breathing so good at night, which, like, uh, I got some new medicine right now I'm taking from asthma, you know, and uh, it's helped me sleep. And I've been, uh, it's really, look how chipper I am today, right, Cal? I mean, usually I'm a grumpy fuck. But, but you might be chipper because of the Tucson tuxedo. You know what? I will say I'm a big <laughs> fan of denim. Uh, and, uh, Wait, I'm going to do the top button. It looks cool with it. Yeah. You guys ready? Yeah. Oh, looking at you right now makes me want to smoke Marlboro Reds right now. You know what? It wouldn't be the first time, Dave. It wouldn't be the first time. You know that. You know that. Marlboro, another sponsor for you. You know what? (laughs) Uh, Asthmatics. Most things I do, most things I do come with a, most things I do come with a government warning anyway. Oh, my God. I don't smoke often, but when I do, I smoke the harshest cigarette possible. Can we get Lucky Strike? That's what we need. Oh, my God. All right, you know. What were we talking about? Oh, sleep. Yes, sleep. And uh, to sum that up, actually, uh, we'll give that round to Senator Bianco, who actually provided some practical tips, including, like, wearing PJs and brushing your teeth every night. These are just basic ways to keep your sleep Do you sleep with PJs on? I will say, I will say this. You know what I usually do? Just when you guys want to know my my thing, I brush my teeth. That's just who I am. You know? I like to brush my teeth. I like to, if I can, um, I like to take a fucking hot bath or shower before I go to bed. I don't want to bring the fucking day into my bed. You know what I'm saying? All the fucking people and fucking shit. Okay, but shit. do you sleep with PJs on? I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get to he it. Is being evasive After I'm this. fucking out of the out of the, the the you know the the equipment, whether it be the bathtub or the shower, mm-hmm. nice and dry. Give yourself a few minutes so you're not putting fucking like PJs or whatever boxers on like a wet butt. You know, like that. We'll make sure you're dry 100%, right? And then you put, I usually put some two big pajama bottoms, preferably flannel, worn the fuck, maybe with a, with a rip on the bottom, with a, with, a, with a soft white t-shirt, one size too big, and then you're ready for bed. I'm cozy as hell right so now. So that is your uniform. For that. That's my fucking uniform. It's I'm, like, I'm, 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 I mean, Dave, you're fucking half asleep now. Me just telling you that I got this No, story. I'm just trying to. We've done this pajama thing before because I still don't understand people that have to pack a pajama when they're on. No, I don't need to pack a pajama. I don't That's need to just pack. strange to me. My wife is one of those yeah. strange people. You I are not a pajama people. person. You're just a boxer's dude. I'm a boxer too. I mean, a boxer. No, I've, I've changed to like a, a looser flowing uh, pantalone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't need walking around like my dad. Rest his soul, he's walking you know, around. The fucking I, I slept in house a boxer, in, in boxer boxer briefs for years and years, and then I realized like, why am I living? I would wake up every night with a wedgie and just be like, why am I doing this to myself? This is poor sleep hygiene. Why do you have a wedgie? <laughs> you, what the you, fuck you, is going move on? Yeah. you move around the and it kind of rides up. What is that CPAP machine doing? To you? <laughs> See, sometimes a CPAP machine. Like sometimes I'm like a baby. They have to do an emergency C-section on because that fucking cord is like wrapped around my neck. <laughs> They're just like, ah, we got to get this thing out right now. His heart rate is dropping. Get this thing out. It's got a wedgie and it's choking itself. Hey, you know what, man? I heard those thing. other things you need know, to put on your neck are pretty good too. Like they keep you. 
What? What? There's like a fucking neck brace. Oh, a neck pillow. Thing. Yeah, they're pretty good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Like when you break your neck or like a halo? Yeah, it looks like I fucking, yeah, I, it wouldn't, it was on Instagram like when you're scrolling through stuff and somebody pops in there. Then you gotta, then you gotta watch some other fucking stupid video for like, hey, minutes. I saw a square, and then you give up. I saw a square pillow then, on Instagram. What do you guys feel about the square pillow? I'm against the square pillow. <laughs> He's selling square. Why? Because. Why do you hate it's it not so a pillow, much? It's not a, but it's supposed to fit perfectly when you're I know, sleeping on what? your side. Because you're the shape of your neck and your shoulder. You saw the same ads. shit. Yeah. But, but I think, uh, yeah, it's a block. But I think I think we're fighting against things. Like, what, uh, another pillowcase? <laughs> another fucking pillowcase I got to get now? Small one, medium, large, square. It's too much. Can, can, I, can I add? Because we have someone that understands the Kimmelverse. And I had this as a, we talked about a few months ago, of the, the Strike Force 5. The five late night hosts: John Oliver, yeah, awesome. Seth Meyers, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, and uh, Stephen Colbert. Who wears pajamas and who does not wear pajamas? And the other option is naked. Do you think that any of them sleep naked? The five. I'm thinking John Oliver sleeps naked. Wow, I think he's a straight pajamas dude. You think like, so? You monogram like pajama monogram? British shit? Yeah. That's what I feel about Stephen Colbert. Stephen That's Colbert definitely absolutely has guy. monogram pajamas. Can you imagine Stephen Colbert just wearing t-shirts and boxers? No. no. I think Colbert unequivocally has pajamas, man. Yeah. yeah um, I think Fallon's wearing boxers and a white, a white t-shirt. That's a bit too big, maybe, like you. But I, I would say this. I would say this. I mean, I would... I would You've I, seen Kimmel wake up in the morning. Been in some camp, been in some camping trips. You know, been in, uh, What's he rocking? I don't want... That's... But, is it private information? Is it <laughs> fucking normal shit. I don't know. Like fucking t-shirt. Yeah, but that's the thing. Is, fucking normal shit. I never if you're really camping, studied it. If you're camping, right? right I don't or, expi- uh, anticipate anybody, but there's a specific person. I think that Stephen Colbert on a camping trip or like yeah, fishing with Kimmel yeah. is going to pack pajamas. That's how I just yeah. think Colbert is. A pajama dude through and through. But, you know, again, like it might be like boxers and sweatpants because it's cold in the morning when you go get your fucking pancakes or whatever the fuck. I mean, it might be a layered but thing. But K- Kimmel is, in my opinion, t-shirt boxer guy yeah, too, he right? He's, he's a For sure. lunch pail guy, which we say lunch pail, you know? Yeah. I think Fallon, t-shirt boxers guy? Yeah. Do you yeah, think, though, think that so. older Fallon gets, maybe he's becoming pajamas man? We could actually that's find a, this information. That's, right. a, hard, that's a hard one. That's Send just, a couple texts. Who is the most likely of the Strike Force Five to be a, a, a Kelly Meinhardt style? Seth Meyers. Yeah, Are you guys. I'm sticking with my guns. I'm saying I think John Oliver, Oliver might be a, a nude, a nude guy. I think Seth Meyers sleeps naked because it's his only act of rebellion. <laughs> You know the Brits. The Brits can surprise you. That's you true. think he wears yeah, footy pajamas with a little flap of the butt? He could have. He could be more. He could be less. You know, more Austin Powers than. Um, Back to British desserts. Like you're gonna get drunk. He's gonna. I don't know what his drinking habits are. I imagine he something has boozy, fun. boozy, a boozy. He uh, strips naked, goes to bed. No, I don't. I don't. I just. I don't want to think about. This I don't want to think about it. Him being naked. Yeah. I think he wears some cool British thing we haven't even heard of. Like a, a tuppence suit. Anyway, cool. I think we killed sleeping naked pajamas to death. Yeah. Thank you, you know. Okay, thanks. Next, espresso martinis, buy or sell. It's been the drink for the past couple of years now. Has it finally peaked? Can we can we sell on liquid cocaine? What is in espresso martinis other than espresso? Espresso, vodka. It's vodka. And Coffee then, liqueur. Yeah. Like 
Why do you have such a pain face about this? Is there actually espresso in an espresso martini? Yeah. Is that true? I, the first time I ever had one with, uh, was with Fergus Henderson, late night London, at one of those clubs where you can continue to drink. And the only reason to drink an espresso martini is so you can drink other alcohol. Mm. I think it's great. I think it's delicious. It's really sweet. I was offered one this weekend, and I chose not to do it because there's something about the look of it to me. It's like poopoo water. Yeah, but I don't want to – it's taken me 46 years to now just come to terms to drink a martini in a martini glass. Nah, I don't give a fuck. But I just think that drinking an espresso martini for me, I just can't get there yet, right, visually for myself. And also I just – I don't know. I don't want to – oftentimes I just want to go to bed now. So I, I'm 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 selling espresso martini. That is a thing, though. I feel where you offered it toward the end of the. It's like toward the end of the night. You know what I had? I had another. I had another bone dry gin. <laughs> what the kind of party was this day? But I think that yeah, I, you were there. We oh, were at the same party. Right. <laughs> I forgot. This is the thing that's that I've not understood. Is I think that the espresso martini has been coming into play as like a. It's at the end of dinner, the end of round one, and we're I'm, I'm gearing up for round two, so I have to have an espresso martini at like. 10 30 11 o'clock at night so i can keep going i'm buying the espresso martini as a happy hour it's five o'clock i gotta get i gotta get this show on the road drink so i think that that is an unexplored territory for the espresso martini is as a pre-drinking drink and then a pick-me-up later so more espresso martini buying <laughs> I, would, I would say this again um like many of my statements tonight uh, probably hard to understand but remember, the, this is not <laughs> Fox News. Kelly, man, explain me. Explain me. No, I would say I want to start now, my 30 seconds. I would say I, I am selling as quick as I can, only because I, ironically, I think coffee, even though nothing else can fucking have a lower ceiling, you think how what else can coffee do for us? But I think I think better single origin, like better espresso, going to Italy and like, like studying the simplest espresso and just wanting that again, I think it's going to come back again. The simple espresso will come back. I think the, the martini will slowly rise because you want that clear, cold, frosty, that, but the murkiness of the, the murkiness of the, of, 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 of the doo-doo water, um, it's, 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 it's kind of interesting. Like, it's like a puddle, like, Jumping in it once is kind of interesting, and then you're in it. You just <laughs> got to get the fuck out. That's you know, I want to ask a sub-question to everybody here about an espresso <laughs> martini, mm-hmm. starting with you, Kelly. If you're meeting someone for the first time, group of friends, whatever, um, and you're getting drinks and cocktails, <laughs> first time, first meeting, and it's like, say, 7 o'clock, and the first drink they order in front of you is an espresso martini, are you judging them? Wow, that's a good question. You guys, this leads into my answer, though, I would say. I'm not just, mm, okay. I am buying a majority stake in espresso martini <laughs> with the idea that it's getting a full rebrand because of this exact question. People, It's a basic drink. All, like, the basic girlies love an espresso martini. But it is so functional. For somebody going back to sleep hygiene who is always tired, I'm going to buy, I'm going to get an espresso martini the first drink I get. But I don't like the judgment that comes along with it. I'm also the type of person who will buy, like, I will get a water and a Coca-Cola and a coffee and an alcoholic beverage because I want the array. But combine two of those together, it's genius. It is crack without the crack. I'm judging that person, but in a positive light. I'm seeing this person being like, 
this person is unafraid to <laughs> order an insane thing right off the bat. We've never met. This person sleeps in the nude. They are free as a bird. <laughs> and they're saying to me, they're indicating to me by going, by basically cracking open a four loco to have their first drink of the night. They're basically saying, we are going to get after it. Let's go. Yes. And so I'm like, let's go. So I'm I'm judging positively this person. I, I think that people underestimate how much you're judged when ordering food. We've talked about a lot. Yeah. The Hefeweizen principle, we should always talk about. But I think, again, another principle within the Hefeweizen principle is the moment when you're meeting someone for the first time and you're judging that person on what they drink, whether it's a bottle of wine, what kind of wine are they drinking, what kind of cocktail are they drinking. And I have only seen it once in my life where an individual orders a cocktail, first time I meet them, and they order an espresso martini, it's like 530 and I said to myself, fuck this person. <laughs> Why? Whoa. I think it's such a bold move. No, I just disliked it intensely because it's like, wh- why? First of me, why? There's no reason <laughs> other than it's sweet. And I started breaking down. Maybe this person only likes it because it's sweet. Right? Maybe it's, they wanted to give you their full attention and they weren't mm. they no, weren't. They were two, two espresso martinis. See, I love this part. This is See, but maybe, maybe like they've might have felt because I'm trying to understand Dave right now. Maybe he felt like this person might be trying to self, like anesthetize themselves from Dave's experience with them. Would that be like Dave? Like, why are you numbing yourself out? Mm, no, I mean, I I would much rather them order a Shirley Temple, you know, oh, or like alcoholic beverage in that regard. I just, to me, it's such a um, trying to be more alpha than alpha that you don't mm, give a that. fuck. You know, that you're so above the everybody else that I can do whatever you want type of thing. That's how I that's how I characterized it. You think there's no humility in the espresso martini order? Zero. I didn't I was like, whoa, dude. <laughs> Fucking super bold move. I think that I think it's always I mean like Well, everyone's drinking champagne in this motherfucker yeah, just, just have what you're okay. having. Well, that's I mean, a, just it's different. Just have what you're having. And then yeah. you know what? No one's looking. When they've dispersed in the room, you can sneak up and nobody's looking and knock back a fucking, you know, uh, espresso martini just to get through wherever you get it. But yeah, just have what they're having. Maybe just fucking. I don't, I don't know. I, I never thought about this, man. I feel. Uh, All right. I mean, I think Kelly won that, right? I think Kelly won that Kelly, pretty, pretty handily. Yeah. yeah. You guys are all wrong. Kelly. I'm just going to say it. I'm with you on the thing. <laughs> Dave, you are dead wrong. That's okay. Wow. Okay. This one is actually Scamorza. Scamorza cheese. So they're saying that it goes from mozzarella to burrata to scamorza in the future. So buy or sell on scamorza cheese. And what's the technical definition and use of a sentence of scamorza <laughs> cheese, please? Uh, scamorza cheese is a stretch curd cow's milk cheese. Um, it's just, you know. It's, it tastes, it's a smoked mozzarella. Yeah. I was just seeing if he is actually Is it smoked mozzarella? The yeah, he doesn't know what it is. <laughs> so it's a smoked mozzarella, and it's usually shaped in like a like a like a vase type of thing. Well, because there's there's a smoked version and an unsmoked version, so... But usually it's a smoked. Yeah, usually, usually it's smoked. Yeah, I mean, you it's know, like, what, what, I mean, what like, does this guy know about? And all like, <laughs> but you, you go ahead, Dave. You, no, no, I'm just questioning no. the host. Well, well, I'm going? No, I think that you are the scamozza. If anyone here is the well, I would say this. I would too. say this. Kind of like shawarma, scamozza, scamozza is not the greatest name. It's a little bit like, you know. I mean, just like, it's, it's, you know, it's not as catchy. It's like Barata is pretty, you know, a sexy name or whatever. But scramots, I think, is... And I think... Molito, burrata. You just love that specific... <laughs> yeah, I think word. so. It's just the cadence of it all. And I think also, 
you know, there are different styles, like um, like Cachacavallo, Barat. I mean, the 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 Scarmoza. But if it's if it's smoked, if it's like, you only want so much smoked anything. I think I think you know, smoked things are a good idea, and they got to be really balanced. Um, so I think it has a ceiling. Uh, I'm not buying on that. It's, you know, because I think it's a different expectation, especially if it's an age more than you did. There's a lot of variables there. Too many variables. Too many notes. I'm not going to front here or pretend that I'm not ignorant. I had no idea what Scamorza was until this very moment. So I, I, I'm going to buy it because I'm looking at a picture of it, and it does look like an adorable little fertility statue. It looks like the Venus of Willendorf. It's a cute little, it's a cute little it's, it's cheese great. ball. I mean, it's, it's, it's very awesome. adorable. It's very rotund. looks like a little fat snowman. So I'm buying on Scamorza because of its, its cuteness. Um, off of that, I am absolutely selling because that same picture I just looked at, it looks like a nutsack. <laughs> and no one's going to go to Whole Foods and no, pick it up. It looks like the Venus of Willendorf. It looks like an adorable little fertility statue. Not, not this. I'm so, no, looks, no, okay. I'm selling. Just aesthetic wise, I'm not going to put that on a cheese board. I know you cut it up, but still, no, absolutely not. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with Kelly here. I'm selling Scamorza, whether it's smoked or unsmoked, for this simple reason. It's too hard of a cheese to slice. It's really dense. It ruins a fucking knife. And more importantly, if you are successful at slicing it, it's not a good eating cheese. It's cold. not a good eating cheese. You, got, you have to cook it. And I, I'm not, I, I want to eat cheese that are good, uncooked and cooked. No, to me, is, this is Comte's here. Comte yeah. is, is a fucking per- perfect. Like Comte. Right. And it's, it's probably, honestly, I'd put it, put it out as probably one of the worst non cooked eating cheese around. That's why this is rolling when you try to slice it. It's, it's just, it's, 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 it's not tough... good. It'll fuck up any knife yeah. that you try to cut through. And then you won't think you, you, you'll be able to talk about your experience with it because you feel stupid because yeah, you heard I'm it was the hottest cheese of the year. People may not realize that I know my scamorza. Is there somebody who says this is going to be a big cheese? Yeah, this was also in that same report, the white paper that talked about like future uh, flavorsanalysis.org or whatever. Yeah. Data essential. Yeah. I don't know. ChatGPT clearly is not right all the time. <laughs> all right, next. All right, let's do it. The last one, uh, the last topic is actually just pop culture. Tesla Cybertruck. Are you buying or selling? I'll go first. I, I can't wait for somebody that I know to buy one so I can make fun of them all the time. That's my entire answer. I am absolutely selling because I have you guys seen those videos of like the field of vision in that car? That car is asking for you to commit vehicular manslaughter. You can't see a thing in that car. So I'm selling because I value the lives of other drivers around me. I gotta be honest, I missed the question. <laughs> <laughs> We're still talking about Scamorza. Yeah. Are you pro or against for or against the Tesla Cybertruck? This thing. I'm I'm so far against the cyber truck. I just think if you again just call it a cyber vehicle, I think a truck you're already up against classics. It, it, it talks, you know, trucks are nostalgic. They're you know golden retrievers and full of fruit baskets and you know off roaders and that's just too. There's too. Uh, yeah, man. I, I don't know. I, well, the Tesla's going, but they guess two hundred thirty thousand got recalled or something. Lately, I, I think know? I should actually be technically pro Cybertruck because of this uh, no sugar diet and all the 
So sleep hygiene. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm changing it. It just fits in with your, <laughs> whole, pro your, your whole persona. Because that's a perfect Venn diagram. Uh, I'm selling the Cybertruck because I still think it might be a prank. And I refuse. I think that it's a prank that everybody is pulling. And if I if I buy into it and I say like that, like the, if I say I want that thing, people are like, ha ha. It was a it was a joke. You idiot. It's not a real truck. So I'm pretty sure this is a prank and I'm not buying it. You know, what are two cars that I really want to get Ford F-150 Lightning cool. Toyota Tacoma. You had a Toyota. I got a, I just got a new Tacoma. I got I got an, well, I got an old Tacoma. It was the last year, the Forerunner. So I got it because it's, cause it's uh, the last V6 and it's it's just so it's a fucking dinosaur. I mean, that's the thing about the trucks. It's like you want different things. Like, like you know, it's it's not it's not great. It's not great, but it's so not great that it's fucking great. I, I was you know? a little bit shocked to know and learn that Chris Bianco is not a made in America man for cars and automobiles, but made in Japan man. I am. I am. I, you know what? I do you know. I, I will say this. Yes, but I also have my '65 El Camino. That's you know, true. you know, um, you know, made, made built here in California, but uh, 1965. Little known but, fact for those that are uh, Chris Bianco trivia buffs. His favorite movie of all time is the 1980s classic, Gung Ho. <laughs> I did not. I fucking didn't Hasn't this guy I'm suffered enough made. today? Hasn't, hasn't his reputation <laughs> suffered enough today? I'm telling you, man. Hasn't Lucky, he? Oh, he <laughs> say, hasn't the stock in Bianco did not really plummeted enough no, for you? No. The, the editing race is... is, is the Emmy worthy Emmy at daytime. Hasn't this guy been through enough today without your and the award for daytime editing goes to no doubt about it. No doubt about it. I'm really sorry. I didn't mean it any of it. I only meant the good things. All right. Love what you, we got? All right. So that's that was the final topic. So final final score. Who we won got that? that? We get we're gonna be giving it to Kelly for bringing up the field of vision. That was a very oh, salient point. Damn it. I should have bet money that she was going to win. <laughs> Kelly, you have the floor for 30 seconds to talk about anything you want. Congratulations. Take it away. Wow. Oh, God. Um, well, it is the holiday season, so I would like to take this time to promote my favorite movie of all time, not gung-ho like Chris Bianco. My favorite movie is The Santa Claus 2, and I implore every single person listening to this podcast to sit down and watch The Santa Claus 2. With Tim Allen? With Tim Allen. Was that more... what to Mrs. Claus? Yes. Okay. You know. You know what's up. I know what's up. This movie, I've seen it probably over 60 times. I wish that was an exaggeration. I own about three DVD copies of this movie. I single-handedly credit my bisexuality to this movie. I grew up... Just wait. It'll come around. you were like, Tim Allen and Mrs. Claus, <laughs> equally attractive. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I grew up. I swear to God, I thought I was in love with Tim Allen. I was like, this man, Tim Allen. When he, he, is, when, he, he man's man. when he kisses Mrs. Claus, I was like, I am feeling things I've never felt before. It turns out I was just in love with Mrs. Claus, Elizabeth Mitchell, known for her lost fame. Besides that, mm. it is the best movie ever made. I never, I never, someone There's family it. drama. There's love. Plenty out of my house already. There's oh the tooth God. fairy in real life. You guys, you have to watch it. I love Dude, it. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Mitchell is fucking hot. She's super hot. Super holy. hot. Holy. I am. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super hot. She was Juliet in Lost. She's she is other. like my first Whoa. love. She's unbelievable. And, and, and Fat Santa landed her. 
Yes. I, I believe in Santa Claus, too. Dude, Mrs. Claus. Man. You guys got to watch it. Yeah, maybe we can get her on the show. I love that. You know what? I don't think listen. that's a good idea. No. <laughs> listen, I'm about to pick up my nose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Amazing. That's a, Thank you for that. I did not. I've never even seen Santa Claus 1. I, I, I haven't either. Is Elizabeth Mitchell in no, Santa Claus 1? Don't too? watch Santa no, Claus no, no, 1. Because I definitely don't want to watch, watch it. The ex wife character in Santa Claus 1 is, is not. There's no Elizabeth Mitchell. Oh, man. No. That's a, that's I mean, a, she's hot in her own right. Yeah, but she's no Elizabeth Mitchell. Yeah. That's a one of the best answers we've ever had on the DC yeah. show. Incredible. Elizabeth Mitchell. I didn't even know she who she was. I, I do now. <laughs> well, that does it for our last episode of the year. That was a doozy. Thank you to our guest, Kelly, Chris Bianco, Chris Ying. The Dave Chang Show wants to wish everyone a safe New Year's and a happy New Year. We'll see you all in 2024. Give us five stars. Thank you all. 